Welcome to the Fantasy Football Profit Podcast, hosted by Craig Phillips and Jeff Torrey. Visit us at FantasyFootballProfit.com. And now your hosts, Craig and Jeff. Welcome everybody back to the Fantasy Football Profit Podcast with Craig and Jeff. And today we have a little bit different of an episode than normal, mainly because we're not actually recording in the same spot, so hopefully this one turns out pretty good. Jeff, how's it going over there in beautiful, beautiful Michigan right now? It's very, very cold here, Craig. <laughs> I was going to say, you have a, a little bit better of a deal out there. Yep, I'm sitting overlooking the Gulf of Mexico, nice 72 degrees here at night. Oh, it's definitely a little bit better than back home, I would say. So, yeah, not too 72 degrees nice. there, snowing here. <laughs> so, <laughs> it's life is good, life is fair. That is for sure. We got actually plenty to talk about today for just news football news all of a sudden it's just coming out like crazy today i felt like last couple days teams are really starting to move on who's going to make the rosters and clearing space for for the uh draft i know it kind of blew my mind some of them we were we're already correct about and then some of a few of the players were already wrong about which was even even funnier so oh yeah like yeah i thought for sure i thought you know I was thinking there's no way like Adrian Peterson's going to be gone from Minnesota. At the end of the day, he was going to be coming back. And now that's they're they're going to release him or not release him. They're not picking up his option. I mean, they still they say they want to bring him back, but what are the chances of that now at this point? That's like the one of the biggest shocks to me is Peterson. I just I didn't see that happening at all. I re- no, really did. No, one didn't. of them that I thought was going to stay stay put. Uh, just it would make more sense that way, but um, obviously Vikings are looking to add to their young team already and looking to uh, save a little little money. Yeah, I mean they still I guess they they're talking they could try to go after him and get you know for a cheaper deal, but I mean now he's he's open to for everybody now. You know this is actually I'm looking at some news here. One of them is um, you know, there's talk like people are saying they're every pretty much every team gets thrown out there. I think for Peterson, like Green Bay would be a good fit on a cheap deal. Actually, I think it would be a good fit, but have him go to the yeah, Packers. I mean, first of all, for a cheap deal, I don't care where Adrian Peterson goes, that'd be a good deal for that team. But yeah, that would be a prime place to land, especially they're trying to figure out Lacey. It sounds like he will be there, but to yep. have AP there instead, yep. talk about giving that team true balance, and that way they don't well, have to really spend the the draft pick either there was also the the cowboys talk came out again it's that doesn't seem very like it's gonna happen but it was out there i just don't think that's gonna yeah, happen I, I still don't understand the uh you know what why they would do that but you know if they did i guess <laughs> if they get it for thing. nothing well some of the other yeah. teams it's talking like the raiders possibly the raiders have drawn his interest now and there are also some other teams are saying the Giants, the Texans, Buccaneers. Those are some of the initial teams. I think we actually went through a lot of those teams. Maybe not the Texans necessarily. Yeah. I didn't really think much about no, the I Texans. I didn't think they were going to do it. But, yeah, I mean, any team that's not completely 100% sold on their running back, might as well throw your hat in the ring and, and see what happens. Yeah, definitely. I mean, that's he, he's going to be – people are going to get a Hall of Fame running back on a cheap deal who still might have something left. It's. I mean, no one really knows at this point. No, he's not going to get a big deal because yeah. no one knows and, if he has anything. Uh, yeah, I really wonder how much money he's going to be able to get from a team too. Because I mean, obviously he's still 
a great back and everyone knows that it'll probably be really good money but just a really short-term deal yeah that's what so I'm thinking. teams will know that they won't you know nothing will be backloaded yep that's, but, I mean, that's I mean, exactly speaking what I'm of speaking of running backs another guy mm. that is not being picked up um jamal charles yep that's the other one and that's i mean finally that. his injuries must have you know officially officially buried him in I guess it's you know, not surprising. In Kansas City, and they're going to move on from him. Do you, I mean, you wonder how bad his injuries are. You wonder if he is going to move to another team or if this is just one of those moments where you you see a guy like this and his career might just be over. Well, some of the stuff that just came out a bit ago is looks like the Eagles are going to look into it with Doug Peterson there, who came from Kansas City. So they're going to look in to Charles, probably work him out at least see if he has anything left, if they think he has anything left, which I mean, with those all those knee injuries he's had who knows, he might not have anything left it very very well could be done but Peterson knows him well and the, I think the Eagles need a running back it looks like, I don't think that they don't probably aren't bringing back Ryan Matthews Darren Sproles probably, are they sold on Wendell Smallwood I mean, Charles could be a good fit there if he's healthy with the Eagles, yeah, and both of those guys are great. Something if they are healthy, it'd be great to plug them into an offense that does need a running back, and um, especially if you're not going to be sold on a uh, a rookie, you know, taking up the mantle in this draft. Which there's a few, but um, some place like Philadelphia, where the you know the the running back situation is already kind of cloudy, it would yep. make sense for them to take a guy you know, that they know is going to be the number one guy, so they don't have to worry about it. And obviously that's assuming that they work him out and his knee is fine and everything. But AP or Jamal Charles would fit Philly probably really, really well. Um, same thing, and that's why we said the Packers too. Just any place where it's really muddy yep. and you're just and you're not sold on a long-term, a long-term guy, which is why I'm a little surprised on the Raiders' side because they gave up on, you know, the guy that really could have been their, their long-term back. So I would uh, I thought – because of that, they really saw something in their two younger guys, DeAndre Washington, and um, and I. So that that surprises me that that rumor came out that AP might be going there. Yeah, it really does too. Yeah, because it's kind of it seemed like, you know, that they were yeah, Rich, you know, Jalen Rashard and Washington were the guys they wanted. After you know, otherwise why not bring Murray back? He, I thought he was pretty solid, really. I mean, I didn't see anything wrong yeah, with him at all. Yeah, good year. Yeah, yeah and he's a prototypical back too, so you could do much worse. That's why I'm a little, a little surprised by that. But then again, the the chances of them actually landing AP well, probably not maybe, that great. So. I don't know. Maybe they're looking at it as they want that good veteran back. They feel like they can win now with Carr and the receivers. I don't know. Maybe that's something they think they can win right now. I mean, I don't know if it's they're, a good. They're move. not that far off. I really think surprisingly, it's really going to rest on. I, I really think the Packers, honestly, are like probably the best fit. I see. I I'd like to see that one personally. <laughs> I definitely think that should be the best bet, and they could use. I mean, they keep Lacey too, and and get Peterson in there, and that's always. I mean, if anything, their only downfall has been their running game. You know, I could I could definitely see that working. I mean, Favre went to Minnesota. Why can't Peterson go to Green Bay? Definitely. Could yeah, that out. would be. <laughs> It would be a fun thing to see. Not so much being a Lions fan, but... (laughs) (laughs) No, that's for sure. Well, we'll get some more news we'll get into in a minute. But before that, I want to make sure everyone knows to follow us at the FF Profit on Twitter. We heard actually from a couple people this week 
on Twitter, which is always good to hear from one of them at at Boiler one three nine five. Heard from him. He's listening to us on TuneIn, so that's always nice to hear. Um, you know, if you're if you're on iTunes, great to get a review from you. We actually got another new review this week, so it's always good to see too. Keep getting more and more of them. Always helps us out. And make sure you know visit fantasyfootballprofit.com. We actually have a brand new mock draft out to go with our little NFL draft episode we had out Tuesday. So go check that out. There's a little bit of movement in there. Some new players in the in the draft there. Maybe some of them might have some kind of fantasy value next year. But there's always plenty more news here to talk about. So first we bring up is again we talk about him all the time. Tony Romo. I want to. Just, it looks like I heard some news that Denver might be in the driver's seat for him. That would be interesting. It sounds like yeah, they're in the driver's seat. Is what the news is. And it looks like the Cowboys are going to release him. Is from everything I'm seeing. I don't think a trade's going to happen. And it looks like if right. they said well, if Romo's willing to take a pay cut, the Broncos would definitely want him which at this point why does why would Romo not take a pay cut I don't I mean he's made plenty of money I know he wants one last deal but he's what 36 37 years old coming off you know injury he's been injured a lot I think you'd take what you can get at this point to be a starting quarterback that's kind of what I'm thinking yeah I'm not sure I mean you wonder how much money he's going to well, you know, his, receive if he doesn't play, right? His and his current contract is due was due to be fourteen million. So I mean, I don't even think that, that's not even crazy for a quarterback fourteen million dollars. That's not outrageous well, it's for it. Crazy if you don't play. <laughs> that is true. I mean, he's gonna. <laughs> I I still think that's probably the best. The one of the it's either Denver or Houston are the best two fits, and it keeps coming down to those. I think he. I honestly think he's going to be on one of those two teams. I really do. I, I just I feel like it's going to be Denver. I don't think they're sold on the on Paxton Lynch or um, Trevor Simeon. I mean, I don't think those guys are any good. Not you know, no. not yeah, and, and championship caliber. I, mean, I was surprised when Simeon won the job. Oh yeah, um, but Paxton Lynch, he's just a, I mean, he was a rookie. You know, tall, tall guy with a good arm. He but, could grow into something I think he has to learn the offense and that's why we love Denver so much right is the fact that he can play behind Romo for one more year yeah. so you're really helping your team out and then you're helping your young quarterback out I don't know it just makes so much sense to me I I, I want I don't understand if if they didn't do everything to get this done I don't know what their cap space is looking like but uh, I think that would give you I mean just talk about a healthy team for the next five years really yeah, I mean, depending on how long Romo plays but I assume he plays at least one full season and then can stay on one more year to at least you know coach up Lynch or something yeah I don't I mean the Broncos aren't in that position at all to be a team that sits around and waits for a quarterback to develop they need to win now with that defense they have those players aren't gonna be around forever they're not gonna be that good they're wide receiving core yeah exactly they're they need to win now they need that quarterback now to win they they need Romo I really think it's sure they didn't make the playoffs this year I mean I, I do too I, I just don't see why. Yeah, I, I think they could. I think they really could win right now if they if they got Romo, because I mean Demarius Thomas is only getting older. He's still unbelievable talent. Um, Emmanuel Sanders obviously not getting any younger. They need to be able to pass it because it looks like as okay as their run game, it kind of comes yep. and goes with C.J. Anderson and and Booker. Um, 
you realize they can't rely on that all the time because their defense is excellent. It's really, really good. But you're going to have to throw the ball sometimes. And with Simeon, you know, you're just so – I mean, I think he, he did a – he surpassed what I thought he could do. But you're still – you know, handicapped in that in that area, and there's no way you're going to overcome like uh, a Patriots team, uh, you know, Green Bay, someone that can put that kind of pressure on your defense. Yep. No, definitely. Well, let's see some other news here. I'm just going to talk some random stuff here. You see, the, um, well, first off, Jimmy Garoppolo. You see this news that the the Patriots aren't going to trade him. That's pretty much what's coming down to. It says they're not going to trade him, pretty much no matter what kind of offers they get here. First round pick, that's not going to even do it. Sounds like they're they're holding on to him for another year. Huh? Maybe they don't trust. Uh, great, Brady is Brady. About forty years old. Maybe you know why? I mean, at this point, why do you give up a guy like that? Who knows? What if Brady gets hurt next year in the middle of the season? If he's forty, um, any major injury could be career ending at this point. I don't, you know. Yeah. So I mean, I don't know. For me. I would for a first round draft pick. I mean, I think you could get a lot for him. I would trade Garoppolo. I I don't think that much of him. Um, yeah, I think at best he turns into an average quarterback in yep. the NFL. But um, I mean, it's very true though. If you don't have a backup that can come in and win you games, and you see how how Patriots do this, uh, you know, multiple times. Brady being one of them. If you have a guy that knows the offense that can step in and win some games, they did it too when last year when. Brady was suspended. They did it with Castle. Yep. Um, you know, it, it's very important to have guys that can do that. And right now, I, I don't know who's even behind Garoppolo. So, I mean, even if you get a rookie, you know, there's no way you could throw him in and he could survive that. So, I'm, I'm wondering if they're thinking, hey, like, we don't necessarily need a first-round draft pick. We know we could win another Super Bowl, maybe yep. two, if we keep this guy just to back up Brady and, and you know, we keep this core together for another two years or so. Um, yeah, maybe that's what they're thinking. I don't know, but me, I, w- I would, I would definitely trade Garoppolo. I-, I feel like that's getting a huge bounty for Magic Seeds, where you don't know if they're going to grow into. Anything. No, exactly. I mean, he Garoppolo played what a game and a half. That's all the work he has out there. With that, I mean, everybody looks good with that Patriots yeah, offense. Yeah, because he got hurt. Actually, no, I, I lied because uh, who is the um, who's the other quarterback they have that came in for Jacoby Brissett? A couple of games. Yeah, Jacoby Brissett. Jacoby Brissett. Yeah, yeah, exactly. He, can't, he, he won a game. So for him. I, I lied. Someone else. Yeah, someone else can come in and win. Yeah. So I would definitely get rid of. Well, him. and because of Garoppolo now not being on the market, apparently, it looks like the Jets and the Bears are possibly are targeting Mike Glennon now, the Tampa Bay backup. Holy it, crap! The rumors are Glennon. He he's expected to get thirteen to fifteen million dollars per year contract. Oh my gosh, that is a shallow well. Right, I mean, quarterback situation in the NFL is dying. I mean, Mike Glennon, he's okay. He had a couple years ago, he was okay as a quarterback. But what I mean, he's just going to step in and be some star now. I mean, the Jets and the Bears, I guess that's what they're looking for. Thirteen to fifteen million on Mike Glennon. Just feel like it's Brock Osweiler all over again. Glennon game to throw it to? Yeah, no idea. He's going to have White maybe for the first year, and then if they don't have Elshon, yeah. Oh man, that guy is—he's in for a world of hurt. I mean, that's a that's a payday, but you are not setting yourself up for success. No, not at sure. all. I mean, either of those teams, neither neither of those teams are good options for him. Like, there's not going to be much there. But 
I mean, I guess at this point, I mean, where else is Mike Glennon going to be able to go sign and be a starter? So I guess still, I feel like people are just... Oh, for I mean, yeah, for him, I mean, it's kind of a... He has to do that, right? Yep. I mean, you just hope that you look good enough so you can, you know, get another contract or get another shot at a starting job, but that is not going to look pretty. Well, and then, like, looking at now, talk about the Bears there, Alshon looks like more and more likely he's moving on. I don't see Alshon coming back to the Bears. And I keep hearing the Eagles. I keep I don't hearing either. the Eagles. That's constantly what it... That'd be great. I mean, either... Yeah, I mean, either I, I see the Eagles either signing Elshon or having to get one of the, you know, the top two guys yep. in the draft, right? So um, I, I feel like they have to do one or the other. I, I think Elshon would be perfect for that offense. It would finally give them a giant target that can get downfield and kind of do it all and then take some pressure off Matthews and then bump Aguilar down to the three spot. So no matter what you do, that's going to be great. But if you sign someone, Matthews is probably still going to have to be the number one guy. And, you know, you're not going to have that or guaranteed explosive touchdown receiver like you could get with Elshon. So I think that would be a smart move to, to pick him up. Ooh, and also the Eagles are not just going to be targeting Elshon, it looks like. It looks like they're targeting Kenny Stills. I don't know what all the Kenny Stills love Ooh. is, honestly. I'm not sure about this. There seems yeah. to be a lot of Kenny Stills love right now. <laughs> Like and they're talking. Like, I know, I'm not sure what what that's all about. I mean, I mean, they're talking contracts into the eight to ten million a year range for Kenny Stills, right? Like, yeah. I mean, that's bizarre to me too. I'm not sure. Obviously, I'm missing something. I, I haven't seen him play a ton, but um, I mean, I remember him. But what he was on New Orleans, right? Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. The, yeah, and then he went off to Miami, I believe, and. I don't know. He just never he never really came into his own. Uh, he, the guy had speed, well, but... What I'm reading here, I'm reading actually an article from the Miami Herald. And they're talking about how the Dolphins didn't put the franchise tag on him, which for me, I didn't even think was an option. I didn't really think, why would you franchise tag? Yeah, that's crazy. Right, but it says, this is just directly from the, the Herald's article. It says, in the coming days, um, Stills is expected to sign a multi-year contract, paying him at least... $10 million annually. Some believe his asking price is even higher. Like That is freaking bananas. Well, I gotta look up his right. numbers. What did he do in Miami where everyone is this impressed with the guy? So, I mean, he is incredibly young. Still. He is, he is. And he, he, so he's, he's only, definitely talented. I think he's a talented guy, but what has he done to show that he gets needs at least 10? Oh my gosh, he hasn't had one 1,000-yard receiving yeah, right? Like what? I mean, and he hasn't even had double-digit. Te- so last year, the two years—I'll say this: the two years in Miami, he played all 16 games, so that's great. But the first year in 2015 with him, only 27 receptions for 440 yep. yards and three TDs, which is not great. <laughs> and then this last past year, 42 receptions for 726 yards and nine TDs. The nine TDs. So the nine that's TDs a great, is great touchdown rate for that. Yeah, but that's not that's not ten million dollars. No, not at all. Right? Like, like who's going to pay him this? I think Kenny Stills can be a good player on any on a team, but not for that. He's not a number one guy. You can't pay him that much money. I feel like somebody's just going to be a disappointment, no matter where he goes. But if he makes that much, yeah, not to mention, yeah, if if you're going to be, you know, if if you're on the if you're on Miami and you can't become like the number one guy. Right. <laughs> I mean, I like, you know, I like Landry, but, you, I mean, who are you beating out in this team? No. Like, there's no one that great. I mean, 
Landry is a very, very solid wide receiver, but he's the number one. If you can't be, if you can't beat that or be a like legitimate, you know, threat. Yep. I, I just can't imagine any NFL team looking at you being like, "This is the guy that's going to turn us around. And we're going to give you ten million dollars a year, long term." No, not at all. And I, don't know. I think that's how teams get themselves in trouble. Well, they they see like potential instead of actually going for the guys that can produce. Well, and now a guy like him, for like fantasy-wise, he could have been like maybe a sleeper next year, decent player, but if he goes and signs number one money like that on some team, his hype is going to be up so much higher than he needs to be, and he's going to be a, I think he's going to be a bust of a draft pick. I really do. If he gets his number one money, he's a number, I, yeah, I, I, I just don't see it. I just, I don't know. I do too, and... Some, I'm asked, missing something, maybe. What team can you sign with where, you, where you're going to be the number one rider, wide receiver when you haven't? Chicago. You haven't even had a thousand <laughs> yard. Yeah, well, that's terrifying. So, so you, Chicago, yeah, Philadelphia. Okay, so that's actually correct. I mean, yeah. yeah, exactly. So you're going to go to one of these teams, right? And do you really think that that's putting you in a position that you have a better shot than you did in Miami? Yeah, no, it's just like how how are your numbers going to grow? I just don't see. I don't it. either. Uh, just that one was still crazy to me. But you hear all this Kirk Cousins talk? It's actually getting a little more. We talked about this a bit ago, how I heard a little bit of rumors he might not want to sign with Washington. Now you're hearing it more and more and more and more. It doesn't sound like he really, he doesn't sound like he wants to be in Washington at all. And it is looking more and more likely like he wants to be in San Francisco with Kyle Shanahan. But again, the Redskins yesterday, or I think whenever the other day, just placed the franchise tag on him again. So he's, as of now, sticking around. But, they, I mean, who knows? They might work out a trade yet at this point with the 49ers. But it doesn't sound like Cousins wants to be there from everything I'm seeing. It, this, I don't think he likes the way that organization's run. I mean, really, that's what it seems to be. But he looks like he wants to be in San Francisco. Yeah. Or at least somewhere else. Well, yeah, I was going to say, I was just reading a little more up on the numbers because I, I haven't heard that stuff. But, I mean, it sounds like you... Or hearing yep. what everyone else is. That, but it sounds like they, they kind of yeah. try to lowball him. So I think they maxed out and they try to offer him $16 million <laughs> annually. And now they have to throw the franchise tag on him for the second straight year. And now they're going to spend $44 million on him <laughs> for the past two years. He just, I mean, but what, other, like, what? what other quarterback like Cousins does not get the long-term deal? Everybody gets the long-term deal. Like, why are they not giving it to him? Yeah. I'm, I mean makes me feel like they would be willing to trade him. If they're not willing to sign him to a long-term deal, why wouldn't they be willing to trade him then? I don't think they're sold on this guy. I don't know. Maybe, are you, are you not, like, are they are they unable to kind of give him that long-term deal right now because of the way their team is structured salary-wise? But if you're not going to do that, <laughs> I mean, you have no other option. No, right? I, <laughs> so you either have Mike him. Mike Lennon? <laughs> I mean, and I would love it too. I mean, I think it'd be even funnier because they did the same thing with RG3. And kind of, I mean, it worked out for them kind of, but they shot themselves in the foot because, you know, you get RG3 and Kirk Cousins in the same draft. So you have a young guy backing up a young guy. Now you have the Kirk Cousins that's unhappy. And if they go off and draft someone as, you know, a backup in order to make sure that if they don't keep him around, if he wants too much money after this year, it's just going to be that same thing where he's looking over his shoulder, no one's going to be happy, and we all know what happens as Washington goes down the, the tubes because, you know, their team chemistry yep. is terrible. So I feel like that's going to happen. And watch, they're going to go off and they're going to get like a 
Kaiser or something like that <laughs> in the in the draft. Yep. Actually, yeah, I don't know what they're thinking. I mean, Cousins is a perfectly fine NFL quarterback. I mean, <laughs> it's hard to get one of those top guys, the very top guys. It's not you can't just go be terrible in the draft one year and get that sure thing guy. No one there's no there's not many sure thing guys out there. So when you have someone like Cousins, I just don't see why you want to mess around with that. I just I, I don't get it at all. Well, no. No, you pay for quarterbacks. I mean, that's just even the Patriots nope. do. So that nope. that tells you something. Ah, some other little news here. Not much like actual transaction news, but the Bengals, the Bengals director of player personnel said that they will be drafting a running back in this draft. Don't know what that means for Jeremy <laughs> Hill. For Gio Bernard, I feel like it would be more of a downfall for Jeremy Hill. I think Gio still has a spot. I think he's just that that type of back he is. I think this is more of, <laughs> but, but about Jeremy Hill and how he's just kind of not been as good as people were hoping for. Kind of a disappointment. So I think that's kind of what that's looking for. That's great for <laughs> for Hill to hear, and he's actually heading into the final year of his rookie contract, so. They might be looking at that too, is they don't want to sign him to a long-term oh. deal after this year. So why not get another guy in there? That's kind of what that's looking like to me. I wouldn't expect to see Jeremy Hill getting be on the Bengals beyond this year if he doesn't step up this season. This might be just a ploy to get him to try to see what kind of shape the guy can get in coming into the season if he can actually come out and play. It's kind of what it might be. Yeah, and yeah, and I mean it's very true though. He's been I feel like he's been declining almost. Almost every he year, really like has. how he's been running. Yeah, um, and, and nothing crazy. I mean, he's still a big back. He gets about ten touchdowns a, a year, you know, because he's he's a battering ram. He's great in short yardage, and he, he flashes something special every once in a while. I mean, his first year, he just he looks so much better, and then the past two years, he looks, I mean, kind of average. He still gets what eight hundred yards a a year. So I mean, he's a fine back, but I'm I'm assuming that in this case it's either a ploy, like you said, or they don't want to pay him that kind of money. So they're going to go off and get someone as a and you know, hopefully they work out just as well and they can get 800 yards and 10 touchdowns and, and they can make sure that they keep that position relatively cost effective. Yep. No, I definitely agree. I don't really know much about I, I, Jeremy Hills. I'd never draft that guy. I don't think I'm going to draft him this year either. He's yeah, just. I'm f- yeah, he's he's a disappointing player to me. I'm hoping that the, I mean I'm hoping that it kind of trends that way because like I said, I mean the guy's guaranteed ten touchdowns really. Oh yeah, and he's gonna probably have around 800 yards again. You would assume. So if I can get him for cheap and throw him in as a third running back, that that would be that would be awesome. But yeah, every year it's always a little more a little more hype than you you hope he's gonna have. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If you can get him for cheap, that's different. But he's been drafted so much higher than he should have been the last few years and just been a disappointment to everybody. Oh, let's see here. There's a little bit more news to get to before we get through with this show. Antonio Brown signed a big contract extension. He'll be in Pittsburgh for a long time, making $17 million per year over four years and 18.5 over three years. Wow, that's some good money there. <laughs> Too bad. He's going to be sticking around there for a long time. They put the, fan, the, it's good to be the king. Steelers put the franchise tag on Le'Veon Bell. I think that's just mainly to make sure he's he's stuck there, and they're just gonna try to work out a long term deal now. I'm sure, but I don't. He's not gonna go anywhere. The Browns did not put the franchise tag 
on Terrell Pryor, but it sounds like they are going to expect to re-sign him, and they're putting him in that 10 to $11 million range, the same, the Kenny Stills range. I mean, Pryor or Stills for $10, $11, 12000000 million a year? Ugh. Pryor... I mean, to be honest, I don't want to pick either of them, that, but I would right? take Pryor over Stills. I think so, too. He's more of that he's just, prototypical He's older, guy. though. Yeah. That's kind of what I'm thinking, too. But... Looks like I think he'll he'll he should resign with Cleveland. That mean that should I don't see why they wouldn't resign the guy. That should be the move they need to make there. And that's you know not too much. Uh, some other news on not really much else. Have you got anything else, Jeff? Um, I was gonna say unrelated to offense, but um, Jason Pierre-Paul. They're actually gonna throw the uh, the franchise tag on him as well. So. Uh, uh, a little defensive news. Usually we don't talk about them, but I found that one really interesting, especially after his uh, firework mistake last year. <laughs> and uh, he's always a, a great guy to to have on the team. So we'll see what happens with the. I feel like the Giants are just in general really interesting to watch because you have no idea like what they're going to do for the running back situation, and then Becca being like this breakout star. You you know you're seeing if uh, Sterling Shepard can come up behind him and what Eli's going to do so that that whole team is going to be really interesting and I'm I'm interested to see who they decide to go with in the draft as well it's just like one of those teams that I feel like can can make that push or can just completely fall flat if they really botch this year well I have one actually final bit of news uh, Josh Gordon applied for reinstatement today oh go Josh and we'll see if he I'm sure he'll get reinstated here and See if he can come back, and maybe he gets to the Patriots like we talked about a while back. That would be an interesting spot for him. <laughs> My dream come true. I, I mean, that would be obviously the best spot for him. I, I mean, I doubt it will happen, but it would by far be the best position for him. But. Yeah, he's. I mean, he's one of those guys that if if you, I mean, obviously, if you put in a contract like, hey, your money is void if you get caught with drugs again, yep. kind of thing, he is worth ten million dollars. Like, oh, definitely easy. So. So whoever's thinking about getting stills. <laughs> but I think that is it for this show, unless you got anything else, Jeff. No. All right. Make sure to follow us on Twitter at DFFProfit. Go to FantasyFootballProfit.com or FantasyFootballProfit at gmail.com. All those different ways to get a hold of us. And we will be back next week with a couple more shows. Um, in the meantime, we'll talk to you guys later.